So when I was in seminary, we were uh, we had a, a class on on liturgy. And I remember the professor, who's who will say liturgical approach to things, wouldn't exactly have been mine, nor nor that of the church. More importantly, uh, he was just showing us some pictures of of different uh, churches uh, since the council, kind of before and after the council. And he was very happy with how the churches now looked, you know, um, having been basically kind of stripped of, of, of much of the beauty that they had had before the council and that. And um, so he was just you know, showing us these kind of really bare sanctuaries and then these new churches that are just so bare and plain and can't even find the tabernacle. You don't know where the Lord is, if he's there at all. Uh, and uh, so a seminarian friend of mine leaned over to me and said, well, there was no doubt there was an angelic mind behind all of this, says he, with a wry smile. There was an angelic mind behind all of this. And I looked at him because I didn't get what he meant first. at first. I thought, ah, Satan is a fallen angel. So, you know, an angelic mind, he's not implying a good angel. He's implying a fallen angel. He's implying that, you know, the devil is behind this. Okay, was, was the point. But the reason I say this is because we hear today uh, the, the expression used an awful lot, you know, I'm, I'm a spiritual person. Forgetting that, you see, there are good spirits and there are really not good spirits. There are evil spirits out there too. So saying you're spiritual isn't saying anything at all. It means that you're open to yes, spiritual influence, but which ones? The good ones? The bad ones? The ones you make up for yourself? Is it just self-suggestion? Self-suggestion? Are you just talking to yourself, basically? How do we even know? See, just to be spiritual, St. Paul talks about it here, but I mean, he wasn't he didn't have to deal with all the stuff that we're dealing with at the moment. Uh, but, so he, spe- he uses the word spiritual a lot here uh, in, in the reading. But he's not implying that anything spiritual is good. That's why they, they, they balance this with the, the reading of, sorry, the gospel of uh, the Lord casting out a devil. Because there are evil spirits as well. So it's not that everything spiritual is good spiritual. There's good spiritual and there is bad spiritual. There is also a spiritual battle going on all around us. Padre Pio said that if the demons were able to take on a bodily form, they would darken the sun. There are so many of them around us. Now, that's not to be living in constant fear either. We also have a guardian angel. We also have grace within us and all around us. But the point is, not everything spiritual is good. So we also need then what's called, even in, in, in English we call it discernment. In German, they, the word for discernment is uh, the, the difference between spirits, that's what the Unterscheidung des Geistes, they use an expression, the difference between spirits is their word for discernment. Because that's the whole point. When we're discerning, we're trying to recognize which spirits are good and which aren't. Because just because it's spiritual doesn't mean it's good. doesn't mean it will lead us to God. <coughs> the unspiritual person is one who does not accept anything of the Spirit of God. He sees it all as nonsense. It is beyond his understanding because it can only be understood by means of the Spirit. Now, the Spirit, as it's written here, has a capital S, Holy Spirit, right? A spiritual man, on the other hand, is able to judge the value of everything, and his own value is not to be judged by other men. As Scripture says, who can know the mind of the Lord? So who can teach him? In our Gospel, then, we see how the evil spirit recognizes Jesus for who he is. <clears throat> so the evil spirit recognizes good 
And it's a thing, I'm not sure if it still happens, but <clears throat> I heard of it happening in the past where <clears throat> consecrated Holy Communion would be sold on eBay and bought for a fairly decent price by Satanists or by those who want to do a, a black mass. So they recognize the value of what we hold so sacred. They recognize it as sacred as well. Now, they recognize it as sacred, but because it's sacred, they want to profane it. But the point is, they recognize it as sacred. And there are plenty of stories like of, of, of Satanists, of those who have, unfortunately, uh, uh, been possessed of that. And they can recognize the difference between a consecrated host and an unconsecrated host, because there is a difference, and they, they, they know it, they can feel it. And even during exorcisms, uh, the, the, the possessed are often allowed uh, know by, by that, that, that evil spirit within them whether the, the person in the room has been to confession or not, whether they're in a state of grace or not. They can tell. So it's interesting that, that evil here in our gospel recognizes who Jesus is. So the spirit, the evil spirit, recognizes what? What have you come to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. So the Spirit recognizes who Jesus is. It's uh, sad, really, that an evil spirit can recognize who Jesus is, and yet he's surrounded by so many good people who don't recognize who he is. And even when, when he asks his disciples, who do you say I am? Not all of them knew exactly what to, 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 how to respond to that. It was Peter then who jumps up and says, you are the Christ. And then what does the Lord respond to him? Happy are you, Simon, son of Jonah, because it was not flesh or blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So, what's the whole point of this? The whole point is, there are good spirits out there, there are bad spirits out there. What we want to do is recognize the difference between the two and call on the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, there's only one, the Holy Spirit, to inspire our thoughts, our words, and our actions. And that way, we don't ever need to live in fear of, of, of evil spirits and we don't ever have to kind of wander into this land of kind of vague spirituality which is just kind of made up really no we follow the Holy Spirit who guides us to the church who guides us to the truth who guides us to the Father so we ask today for that docility towards the Holy Spirit that he might always lead us back to the heart of the Father where we will find rest Amen.